I'm Lauren. And I'm Sasha. And this is Popcorn Fort, a podcast where we describe movies badly to each other. Is that so, Governor? Mm, you warned me you were going to do that, and I still wasn't ready. You weren't ready, Governor. Now, I believe uh-huh. you're going to be telling me about a movie today. And this movie, you told me, is going to be about the beans. The beans? The vampire beans. Oh, of course. Sorry, I forgot last week, five minutes ago, when we did that. <laughs> I was trying to bring it back together for you. Trying to bring it back together, it just didn't work. So how's our relations going with our um, neighbours right now? How has the situation developed? With our, with our fairy neighbours. Um, mm. Look, they haven't... Has left- it been fair? No. The listeners can't see my finger guns, <laughs> but no, I'm doing them. Um, no, I wouldn't say the, the fae folk are fair. I would say they abide by the rules that they have set. They but have I, set? Oh. Of course, they set the rules. That's fair. Why did they set themselves some shitty rules? <laughs> you've been cursed. I've you've been quest- cursed. You've questioned the rules. Is that why I'm always hiccuping Lauren? Yes. The fairies, they cursed me. You keep questioning the rules. Mm. That's your problem. Anyway, speaking of vampires, not at all. Yes. <laughs> Should we talk about your uh, Count Chocula movie? Yes, we shall. Count Chocula, the reckoning. Count Chocula. Ch- Count Chocula, the recounting. <laughs> Don't like that. <laughs> I like it. It's too punny. Too punny. It's too punny. All right. Not- Punny! Thanks, John Mulaney. You're welcome. <laughs> or who is that? Mick, Mick, Mick Jagger. Jagger. That's right. Mick, Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger by way of John Mulaney. Mm. Mulaney? That's Mulaney? Bad. Mulaney. Well. Well. I'm going to tell you about a movie now. Whether you like it or not. Well, will it change? Will my emotional state change how you deliver it? Perhaps. I'd like it, please, Lauren. <laughs> please, <laughs> Governor, tell me a story. Oh, now I must make it worse. You fool, mm. you picked the wrong choice. Fuck! There is iron do I do this? in that glass. I'm telling you about the Lost Boys. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> yes? Governor, I already know that story. This yes. is Peter Pan, isn't it? Uh, no, it's Peter Pan but vampires instead. Holy shit. <laughs> I like it. All right, hit me with it. It was made in 1987, mm-hmm. and your tags are Peter Pan. Fuck yeah! Plucky Teens uh-huh. and Beach Vampires. Beach Vampires. Beach Vampires. All right. Okay. So the Lost Boys, the whole premise of that is basically kids that don't want to grow up get kidnapped by Peter Pan and then basically become wild childs. Never grow old, never die. Just like Which vampires. Which is just vampires. Yes. So Lost Boys, so this is going to be almost like 80s ridiculous comedy, like I'm seeing, like, you know, the John Travolta Grease Gang as oh, vampires. Oh, yes, genre. Yeah, it's kind of, um, I guess, drama? Drama? Beach drama? Beach drama. Yeah, I'd say drama. Drama slash horror-ish. Okay, I think it's going to be a case of, like, it's summer vacation. Uh-huh. And a bunch of teens are going out to the beach. Mm-hmm. Like, they've, like, done a road trip, and they're going to have, like, their vacation. Like, they're staying at a beach house for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. And there are vampires who, like, live on the beach, and they have, like, they live on a bluff uh-huh. in a special, like, house mansion shack. Ah, oh, they got a fancy bluff mansion. Mm. Love that. It's like a beach coven. Uh-huh. Or there's, like, a private hidden beach, mm. which is where the vampires hang out, and they mm-hmm. only hang out at night, and they always have bonfires. Of course. Because bonfires will draw teens, like fireflies. They do, and then the vampires will get them. And the vampires will... Listen... I feel like, I don't know what fucking story this could have. Um, so it was what? Lost Boys, Plucky Teens, Beach Vampires. And Peter Pan. And Peter Pan. Literally, the premise of this movie, when they were writing it, was what if Peter Pan was a vampire? So go from there. Fuck, well then literally <laughs> all it is is just a dude who is a vampire seducing teens to join his, like, beach clubhouse. Uh-huh. Um, and I think... Obviously, the the plot is going to come from one of these teens not wanting to live forever young and become a vampire. Like maybe they want to actually like mature, uh-huh. and they ha- like they have to go to college, and they can't go to college if they're stuck as a teenager <laughs> vampire living on a beach. Sure, they can. The Cullens did it, <laughs> and I think okay. So if it's going to be the plot of uh, Peter Pan, it's going to be a teenager girl who somehow takes a motherly role to the head vampire. Uh huh. Where I think maybe he will meet her a la Greece mm-hmm. away from the um his crew. Uh-huh. And she'll be away from her family. Oh, and they actually fall in love. They actually fall in love and she cares for him. And there's gonna be like dating shenanigans where he's always wearing a big hat as uh-huh. they go to get ice cream and <laughs> good. It's either sort of vampire where if he eats solids he vomits. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, then she's gonna be like, he's so sickly and weak and I have to take care of him. <laughs> but for some reason, he's always surfing at night. 
Love that. Love that. These uh, are like the preacher rules of vampirism. Yep, exactly. Which is just the funny ones. Yes. Nice. And so it's going to be a case of like where she's basically making him a better vampire and he's falling in love. Mm-hmm. But the lost boy is also like he's going to have that conflict but between. Then he goes back to his team and he has to be big bad vampire man again. Yeah. And there's probably lots of like turf. Like there's going to be conflict where part of the vampire group's going to leave him. Uh-huh. It's like you've changed, man. You're no be longer about the way. With the werewolves. Oh, <laughs> With the Selkies! The Selkies! Yes! Why not the ocean werewolves? Although, you know, there were mermaids in Peter Pan. Were they? Yeah. Were they sirens or mermaids? Uh, the line is blurry. Right. Okay, I think there's going to be conflict between, um, basically Peter Pan and, like, inter-politics within his own group. Uh-huh. So he has to step up and become a massive asshole. Uh-huh. So that he doesn't lose his place. Uh-huh. Which will then alienate his, uh, Wendy. Mm-hmm. Um, who will also be a surfer babe. Nice. And what will essentially happen is she'll go out surfing, and then she'll get caught by the sirens. Mm. But rather than, um, like, Peter Pan will kind of have the choice to, like, save her, and he'll, like, be posturing, mm-hmm. but then he'll still try to save her, and she'll refuse to be saved. Mm. And Wendy actually joins the siren coven. Oh, I love that. And Wendy becomes a siren. Yes. And so now they're, like, it comes almost like this is the origin story of, like, big turf wars between sirens and the vampire beach people. Man, mermaids versus vampires. That's that's a galaxy brain concept. Mm. So I think it's almost like they the, both got traditionally like kind of hypnotism powers as well. Yes. So maybe it's almost like it turns into a thing of like they're fighting over prey. Nice. And it's always going to be like there's just going to be a whole bunch of like um UST between Peter Pan and Wendy uh-huh. all the time, and like they'll wind up being like they'll have to have diplomatic meetings. But then it'll be because of like actually you abandoned me and you betrayed me, and like you were becoming a better man in quotation marks, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you were also enriching my life. But yeah. you like went back to your old like fantasy muscle car. Yeah, good jet, muscle jet ski. Muscle jet ski. Yes, this is the eighties. <laughs> it is the eighties. So as an eighties movement, it probably has to. Um, end with them getting back together just because it's the 80s mm-hmm. but maybe it could be like a la Greece. as we know the 80s was peak romance it was peak romance or like whatever like we won't actually change ourselves or one of us will change a hundred percent the Greece conundrum yeah yeah but i think it would be great if it ends with them like basically being like you know what lost boys you know what sirens mm-hmm. you'll figure out your own shit we're out nice and they just jet ski off into the sunset love that how do you become a siren i bet it would be like some sort of like sacred like almost more of a ritual oh yeah which would involve maybe like consuming a seashell or a sea like <laughs> crunch crunch i don't know i feel like i almost think like you know like a la ariel losing her voice oh yeah yeah it's I gonna see be that. something more like there's you a gain of wish yeah. yeah nice love that transformation sequence. love this maybe you could just subplot. see sirens are just water vampires makes so much sense i mean Holy shit. They just do hypnotism. They draw, like, their prey towards them and then they consume them. That's just vampires. Exactly. And exactly. they can't. Oh, what if it was like sirens are stuck in the water because no one's ever invited them onto dry land? That's so sad. And then, no, but then Peter invites, not Peter, um, yeah, Peter invites Wendy onto dry land, which allows, it's an open invitation, oh, which allows all sirens. sirens to come to land. I love that. And then, so maybe they're just going to destroy the local beach town. Uh-huh. Good. Yeah. And then the sirens and the vampires just live in harmony and all the humans are dead. Yeah. In this beach town. I think that could work. I think that could work. Yeah. It turned into monster romance. That's my pitch. Excellent. That sounds like an amazing movie. That's very much not what it is. (laughs) I don't understand what else it could be, though. Um, I guess I'll tell you. (laughs) So, yes, a little bit of trivia. Um, All the blood in this movie, they put glitter in it. Fuck yeah! To give the right shimmering effect, so. I love it. And this was also directed by the same guy who directed the Phantom of the Opera movie. Oh! <laughs> oh, I need to watch this! Yeah, so it, it, it kind of became a cult classic. Yep. As soon as you put in glitter, it kind of does. Exactly. Exactly. So we start the movie, there's like, there's like kind of a theme song, which Mm -hmm. was written for the movie, which is kind of spooky children's choir kind of rock opery. Oh yeah. Love it. Um, song. So we've got that playing. We've got like teen laughter in the background. We've got like footage of the dark ocean. Mm. Um, and then we come up on like a boardwalk. Yeah. On like your kind of typical like kind of poor American seaside town boardwalk funfair yeah kind of look um we're on a carousel there's four like 
twenties. It's time for the Buffy carousel vampire. Literally, <laughs> there are four. There are four punks on yep. this carousel. They're kind. Of, I guess in their mid twenties. The actors are older. Yeah, but I think they're supposed to be kind of in their early to mid twenties. Okay. Um, typical eighties punks like has like a bleach blonde like curly mullet. <sighs> going on two of them have like that long 80s rocker hair yeah like one has black hair and one has blonde hair so you can tell them apart Mm. and their leader has like that kind of short bleached spiky thing going on oh yeah which is almost 90s billy joel like spike from buffy yeah kind of thing but like spiky um you know they've all got leather jackets some of them are shirtless nice you know they're punks are they pale of course good (laughs) (laughs) only white people can be vampires yeah yeah pretty much (laughs) Um, so they, they're like just picking a fight on this carousel. Mm -hmm. Security kicks them off. Like, he's like, I told you not to come on the boardwalk again. They fuck off. Mm. And then we cut to like when the boardwalk is closed and all the lights are turning off. Yeah. All the rides and security, the security guy's like leaving to go home. Yeah. And he goes to his car and then you have like these drone shots from above. Mm. So it's like something watching him from above. And then he's like looking up and running. And then there's screaming. And then he like gets to his car door and grabs it. And he's just ripped into the air. Holy shit. And the car door is also ripped into the air. These are powerful flying vampires. Yeah. Are they, do they turn to bats or do we never see? We never see them flying. All we ever see are the drone shots. Okay. Like POV shots. Cool. Yeah, so then it's daytime, there's gentle jazz playing, we see like the actual seaside town. Mm. Um, so we've got a family moving to this town. Yep. We've got the mum, we've got little brother, we've got who's like early teens. Okay. We've got big brother who's also kind of early to mid-20s. Mm. Uh, we've got a husky dog, it's very cute. Um, they're in a car, they've got a trailer, the last year has been rough, the mum just got divorced, mm-hmm. um, they're like moving into her dad's place to make a new start, um, but this is like not a great town, like they yeah. pass a big billboard and there's graffiti on it saying the murder capital of the world. Jesus. Wait, how old's Wendy? So in this, Wendy is the mum. Oh, that's it. Oh, it really builds on the uh, the mummy issues. Yes, yes, literally. Okay. Like, you know, the whole thing where Peter Pan's like, my lost boys need a mother figure? Yeah. Yeah, so they're moving to this new town. Um, We get kind of a, a theatrical idea of this town, like kind mm-hmm. of a montage. You know, there's, it's very much like... Um, there's a lot of like local poverty, but yeah. it's a big tourist town. Okay. So there's a lot of like tourists on ride, but also like kids rooting in dumpsters and Yikes. Like um a lot of like punks just lounging around, like watching people. Mm-hmm. It's never clear whether they're also vampires. Okay. Like I kind of thought at the start of this movie, because those four punks from the start were obviously the vampires. Yeah, of course. But I was and it's also kind of implied throughout this movie that there's like a big vampire problem in this town but the so only many vampires. actual vampires we ever see are those guys and mm. the secret one but Could it I, be something where it's like there's a vampire problem and then the local youth like the vampires and kind of like reflect their maybe like, yeah see from from the start bit i thought all the punks were vampires that would be a huge vampire problem never be, never kind of becomes a thing okay which was sad wouldn't be good if the whole town was vampires Amazing. and just at the end it's revealed <laughs> Anyway, there's also a lot of missing child posters. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's that. Actually, yeah. Okay, because I think because presumably the missing children are the boys he takes and turns into vampires. Presumably, again, we only ever see five vampires that are confirmed as vampires. Do they eat children? It's possible they eat children. Or is this a case of like he turns kids into vampires, but the process doesn't always work great? Yeah, look, it's it's never actually confirmed what happened to most. There's only only ever confirmed what happens to one of the missing children. Okay. Um. So it's kind of unclear whether they got eaten or whether it's just like the town poverty crime thing. Yeah. Right. Or whether it's the vampires or what the fuck's going on there. Bit of bit of everything. Bit of everything. It's a bad town. That's fair. Is the point here. Um, yeah, so the family rocks up at this, like, big, sprawling, kooky house. Mm-hmm. The grandpa's there, like, he's weird but cool, you know. Um, he's like, oh, yeah, this is kind of a murder town, semi-jokingly. <laughs> but the real estate's real cheap. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, he's, like, got, like, a bunch of knickknacks all over his home. He does taxidermy. Of course. Yeah. He is kooky grandpa TM. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, so then we kind of cut to a bit later. It's it's night. The mum's like exploring the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. Um, she finds a lost child kind of on the street. She takes him into a nearby video store. Yeah. To see if his mum's in there. The kid's mum turns up and like collects the child. And then the owner of the video store is like, wow, that was like a really nice, compassionate thing to do. Mm. trying to find that lost kid's mum. They strike up a conversation. He likes her as a person. She's like, look, I really need a job. Are you hiring? Mm. And he hires her. Nice. Yeah. Is that Peter? (laughs) That face says yes. I'll never tell. (laughs) Will you? I will at the end of the movie when he turns up. (laughs) Okay, cool. Um, So also in this same kind of time, Mm. I guess like the whole family's gone to the boardwalk and just like split up and explored. So Little Brother's in like a comic book store. Um, there's these couple of cool teens in quotation marks um, who are like trying to intimidate him because he's like a new new guy in town. And then he's like, um, actually, Batman 14 shouldn't be in this section. It should be in this section. And they're like, oh, shit, he has all this cool comic knowledge. He's one of us. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. It's a really funny exchange because I think what the movie wants the teen viewer yeah. to think is like, so Little Brother's quite cool. Mm. He rocks up to this comic store, but these other like rival cool teens who turn up who are also really cool. And yeah. he's like, impresses them with all his awesome comic book knowledge. And they're like, you're all right. You're fine. Okay. But watching it as an adult, it's like these children are all such idiots. <laughs> These kids are stupid. <laughs> These kids are total dumbass. And also the um turns out the the cool teens are yeah. like kind of vampire hunters in quotation marks. Okay. They're like, they're like twelve. Oh they're all twelve. Cool. <laughs> I mean they're probably not twelve. I, I can't I, I should have looked up how old the actors are. No, they're twelve. Were, but they look they're like all they're about now. twelve and it's very funny. I love it. <laughs> Like Excellent. I think I think the target audience for this movie was like kind of 14-year-olds. I can see that. Anyway, um yeah, also the cool teens give the little brother like this comic book called Vampires Everywhere and they're like if you're going to move to this town, read this. It could save your life. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, right. <laughs> I wish when I moved to places they would give me comic books. I reckon. Um so then Big Brothers at like this big crowded concert where there's this, like, shirtless muscle man playing a saxophone and singing rock music. It's great. At the same time? No, not the same okay. time. But, like, he's he, so like, talented. He does, he's, he's, he's got a band. He's like, sings a bit, and then he does, like, a saxophone solo. I'm like, who are you? Peter! Every man <laughs> you... Peter! Every man is Peter Pan. Um, but, yeah, so he's kind of in the crowd, and then he spots across the way. There's this, like, really pretty girl with, like, a lot of poofy, kind of curly, permed 80s. 80s hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she's, like, given him the eyes. Oh. And then he's given her the eyes. The vampire and then, eyes. And then she turns around and runs off. Damn and it. he's like, I must follow. No! <laughs> so he follows, and she rocks up to the punks on their uh. motorbikes and gets on the back of the leader's bike. And he's just like, oh, looks are exchanged. They they drive off. And she's like, goodbye. <laughs> she's just like, hello, look at me. Also, now I can drive. Yes. Also, sorry, have a man. <laughs> he's just like, why did you do this? Yeah, pretty much. Um, We have like a little in, in between scene where there's like a couple making out in the car and there's yep. like a weird noise and they're like, what was that? And then the whole roof gets ripped off the car. Jesus. And they both get pulled up into the what? sky. The powerful vampires. I feel like there's easier people. (laughs) But they were in a deserted place. I guess. (laughs) Listen, it's a bad town. I thought the vampires only take people, but they don't like, hey, look, we got a free car. No, they have their motorbikes. Okay. They don't want cars. That's not cool. Fair. But what if they want to make out? They have a lair. Okay, they can make out in the lair. Yes. Okay, acceptable. (laughs) So the next day, little brother goes back to the comic shop and the teens are all like being real ominous again. Like, mm. have you figured out what's going on in the town? Yeah. Um, and then they give him a comic book called Destroy All Vampires. <laughs> yes. And it's got like their, their it's, it's got a phone number on the back. I don't think mobile phones are a thing. So I guess it must be a home number. Yeah, it's a landline. Yeah. And they're like, pray you never need to call us. And pray we're at home if you do. 
Because it's the 80s. Yep. <laughs> and little brother's like, hmm, this town is getting worse. Laura's like, there's fucked up shit happening <laughs> there's here. There's some weird kids around here. Um, night again on the boardwalk, big brother's just kind of mooching around. You know, he's a young young adult. He mooches. He mooches. Um, he scooches. Pretty girl rocks up again. She's like, hello, I'm Star. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's the 80s and my name is Star. Did your parents give you that name? I think there is a conversation about how her parents were hippies. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. He asks Star out. She's like, yeah, totally. You saw she had a boyfriend. I know, right? She also, but then, and she like goes to get, he's also got a motorbike, I guess. He's like, she likes motorbikes, gotta get one. <laughs> so she goes to get on his bike and then the punks rock up again. And um, they're like, excuse me. And the That's leader's like, um, star? And she's like, mm, gets on the leader's bike instead. <laughs> Goodbye, lightning, I'm gone. Also, one of the um, one of the punks has a child on the back of his bike. It's one of the lost children. <laughs> it's one of the missing children. Okay, so now my question is: Do they wait for the lost children to become adults and then turn them, or do they just age as vampires? Well, it does turn out that this child is like a half vampire. Okay, so he has been kind of partially turned. Okay, so I don't know what their their whole shtick is. Mm. I guess they're building up. You get them while they're young. Exactly. You start turning them so they're seeing all the cool benefits, and then you have to indoctrinate them. And then when they're adults that can functionally pass in society and not be questioned, you fully turn them, and they're fully indoctrinated. It's a cult. Exactly. It's a, it's a vampire cult. Mm. And I guess it's only just started, because there's only, like, four of them so far. They're working hard. Or they just get murdered by the other vampires that we never see. <laughs> there's there's a vampire problem in this There's town. a vampire problem. It's the murder capital. We've got, got the beach vampires, we've got the sewer vampires, we apparently <laughs> have the sky vampires. <laughs> Exactly. What if all the vampires that attack from the sky are just a completely different group? Oh my god, it's not actually the punks, it's someone else that we never see. It's the banshees. Yeah. Anyway, the the leader's like, stars with me, but then he's like, hey, fucking big brother, if you wanna, if you wanna be the cool kid, if you wanna, if you wanna be in our, be in our team, you gotta, you gotta like, ride along with us. Leader's down for a threesome. He kind of is. (laughs) But he's like, you gotta keep up though. Yeah. So then they've had like this wild bike ride kind of like down the stairs and along the beach and mm. up to the top of a cliff. Oh yeah. Um and then there's like they're at the top of the cliff and there's all this thick mist yeah. and it's all spooky and like the leaders like driving right towards the edge mm-hmm. and the big brother's like, Well, I have to keep up with him because otherwise he won't think I'm cool or whatever. God damn it. And that's how you're a vampire, you fly, you drive off the cliff and you remain flying on your motorbike and then your <laughs> enemy just drives off and dies. It's perfect. No, Big Brother ends ends up kind of wimping out because like he knows the cliff is there but he can't see it because of okay. all the mist. And then the leader kind of skids to a halt like right before the edge of the cliff. Leaders have practice though. He does. He knows where it is. Um and then the t- and then then um Big Brother's like, hey motherfucker, you could have killed me, fight me. Oh goddammit. it! Yep. <laughs> and the leader's like, oh, you want to fight me one on one? All right, come with us. And takes him into their lair. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's apparently like an old resort that used to be built on the top of a cliff, but then there was like an earth- cliff bluff shack. And then there was like an earthquake, and it like sunk into the ground. It looks really cool. I would like to see it, please. Like it's 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 full of kind of knickknacks. It's it's like fucking Hal's Castle in there. Oh, love it. It's just full of shiny stuff. It's mm. great. Um and then the leaders are like, Oh, we've we've just ordered Chinese food. Do you want some? <laughs> Yeah, we deliver Chinese food to this beach abandoned mansion. So one of the other guys hands it out and he's like, the big brother's like eating it. And the leader's like, oh, do you like the rice? It's maggots. And then he looks down and it's full of maggots. Oh. And then he drops it and then it's rice again. This is fucking um, what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Do you like your paschetti? (laughs) And then the leader's like, oh, don't you like the rice? Maybe you'd like some of my noodles instead. It's worms. And then he looks and it's worms. Then he looks again and it's noodles. Mm. So they're just doing some like bullshit hypnotism hazing thing on him. Okay. (laughs) Typical vampire shenanigans. Typical teen vampires. Um, 
And then the leader's like, ah, oh, bring me my fancy bottle. <laughs> it's like, it's a glass bottle with like rhinestones all over it. Holy shit. But so he's drinking from it and he's like, would you like some, big brother? You have to drink from it to be part of our group. I'm also amused by them. I know you're just giving him a shortened name, but having these vampires call him, hey, big brother. <laughs> big brother. Would you like some, big brother? <laughs> yes. So he feeds him red cordial? Yes. And then Star's like, don't drink it, it's blood. And Big Brother's like, yeah, right. That's what he said about the maggots and the worms. It's not actually that. They're playing mind games and he drinks it. It's totally actually blood. He's like, oh, this is foul. It's gone off. No, he doesn't. He drinks it and then he kind of goes into a fugue state. Oh, it's vampire blood. Yes. It's the leader's blood. Oh. Uh. Yeah. So, yeah, there's this, like, all the vampires are cheering and they're like, hey, you're one of us now. What? And then there's all this, like, kind of... You know, the 80s fugue state movie thing? Where Where there's a lot of, like, shifting images and fuzzy stuff and, like, layers of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, that. And then um, he, like, wakes up in bed and he's, like, suddenly he's got a pierced ear and he's wearing (laughs) his leather jacket and sunglasses all the time. And he goes out with them again at some point and they're like, hey, we're going to hang off the bottom of this bridge for fun. (laughs) Sounds like teen stuff. And it's it's actually a train bridge and then a train goes over and they all like lose their grip one by one and fall down in the mist and he's like, What the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then he loses his grip and falls down and then he just like kind of wakes up in bed again and he's like, What's going on? I'm not having a great time. I can't remember anything and I'm hanging out with these randos and we're doing weird shit. Maybe stop hanging out with the randos. It's too bad. He's he's in too deep now. Yeah. Um so then it's like suddenly kind of two PM, he's just waking up. We don't know what day it is. Yeah, relatable. Um, his mum asks him to babysit his little brother because yeah. she's the owner of the video store. Has asked her out on a date. Yeah. Um, and so then you know it's suddenly night time. The grandpa's going out because he's dropping off some taxidermy to some widow that he knows, oh, and it's widows. like maybe a date. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so then, you know, the bros have been left alone and there's like this sudden kind of headlights, you know, wild, strong wind, the sound of the vampires laughing. Yeah. And then he opens the front door and there's nothing there. Oh, okay. So there's still fucking mind games going on, I guess. But both of the brothers see this. Okay. So oh no, vampire brother, vampire hunter brother. Perhaps. <laughs> oh no. So big brother, like, like, like little brother goes up to have a bath. Yeah. Big brother, like, gets out a carton of milk or something to have a drink and then kind of just collapses on the kitchen floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he wakes up and he's, like, not quite himself. And he's, like, menacingly climbing up the stairs and he can hear his brother in the bathroom upstairs. He's always in the bathroom. He's always in the bath. And he's, like, kind of growling and he looks hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for some reason the dog's in the bathroom with little brother. Weird, but okay. <laughs> just hanging out while he has a bath. Yeah. So, like, Big Brother opens the door and he's like, Nah! And the dog kind of just leaps at him. Oh. And, like, then there's kind of banging and yelling outside and the door slams and Little Brother comes up from out of the bath and goes, What the fuck's going on? This is weird. <laughs> um, And then he comes out of the bathroom and Big Brother's, like, at the bottom of the stairs and the dog's bitten him and he's like, The dog was protecting you. <laughs> And Dogs, then they the both, real vampire hunters. And then they both kind of turn around and there's like a mirror in the hallway mm. and his reflection is like faded. Oh. Like it's not gone, but it's like transparent. He's half. And then little brother's like, hang on, I've seen this in my comic books. Oh. You're a vampire. I'm telling mum on you. I'm telling mum, you're a vampire. And he runs off and locks himself in the room and like consults his comic books about what to do. God damn it. Okay. And then he calls like his cool teen friends mm. and they're like, mm, yeah, your brother's a vampire. We recommend you murder him. It sounds like a case of vampires to me. And little brother's like, I'm not murdering my brother. And they're like, mm, good luck. <laughs> well, nice knowing you. You're going to die. And then big brother wakes up and he's like floating on the ceiling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he can't get down. Help me. He can't control it. And then he's like floating out the window. <laughs> And it's like, there's a wind pulling him out. I don't know why. I don't know what's happened. Help him! He's just floating out the window. This is how room physics work. And he, like, grabs the phone cord to stop himself floating away. 
And then little brother kind of like answers the phone and his mum's calling and then he sees his big brother out the window just floating in midair. He's like, uh-huh. And he's like, oh, shit, mummy's coming to kill me. Help, help, help. Yeah. Because he's freaked out. Yeah. Um, and mum's like, oh, shit, I have to abandon my date and get home. Yep. My son is about to be murdered somehow. Somehow. Someone's murdering my... Oh, this is the murder capital. <laughs> exactly. And then big, big brother's like... Let me in, please. Look, I, I promise I won't hurt you. We're brothers. We have to stick together. Yeah. And the little, little brother's like, you're right, I guess. I mean, you already tried to murder me once, but that's just sibling culture. <laughs> but then I guess they're fine. And big brother's like, I promise I won't do it again. Hmm. And the mum comes home and she's like, what the fuck's going on? And little brother's like, oh, no, I just got scared by a comic book. It's fine. Yeah. And she's like, mad. <laughs> Fair enough. Because obviously, but she like she's like cleaning up and she picks up like the milk carton that Big Brother dropped to the floor and the missing child on the milk carton is the child that the vampires had. Oh yeah, with them. So I guess that's just world building. Fair enough. Um, yeah, and the little, little brother's like, "Can I sleep in your room, Mum? Also, I'm wearing garlic under my clothes now." It's just a fashion thing. It's just a fashion thing. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. So Big Brother goes to the the vampire lair. Mm-hmm. And he, like, smashes the bottle of blood and stars there. And he's like, what's going on? And she's like, I can't tell you. And then they bang. Damn it! <laughs> it's very funny, though, because it's like, instead of a fade to black, there's it fades to footage of clouds. <laughs> I don't know. Does that <laughs> and, mean it was bad sex? And the theme song, of, and like, the, the children's choir theme song of the of the fucking movie so it's like ethereal music footage of clouds which i guess means good sex unclear it's just extremely dramatic and very funny very virginial sex yeah but um yeah but then kind of he wakes up afterwards and his dog bite is completely healed and he's Um. like "Mm." um yeah so the mum goes to the house of the video store owner who she abandoned on the date and she's like I need to drop off a bottle of apology wine yep and like little brother's in the car um my that's a nice child you had there shame <laughs> if you went missing well no he's not home okay she, she's just dropping it off on the porch or whatever but he's mm. like reading in his comic book about how vampires have hellhounds i thought you were gonna say health plans no like they have they have vicious dogs slash hellhounds who guard them while they sleep during the day that sounds like demons yeah this this doesn't sound like vampire lore but i guess it is in this movie mm. but the mum is kind of walking down the front path to the owner's house and then his dog mm. starts kind of running at her and attacking her. Oh, shit. And she's running away and she manages to get away before it attacks her. Mm. And But then little brother's like, hmm. Suspicious. <laughs> hmm, All vicious dogs. dog, you see. And mm. he goes back to the comic shop and he's telling the bros like, oh, my God, that was this vicious dog. And they're like, hmm, yes, there has been serious vampire activity in this town for a long time. God damn <laughs> This city has become a haven for the undead. We're pretty sure ghouls and werewolves occupy high positions in City Hall. This is never touched on again. I like how the vampires are the bums. (laughs) We never see any ghouls or werewolves. We only ever see these five vampires. But I guess they the others also exist. All the others are like, we have to kind of blend in. The Mm. teens are like, ah, fuck it! Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, they're like, yeah, you really do have to kill your brother. Like, I I hate to break it to you, man. (laughs) And then he's like, is there another way? And they're like, "Mm, look, there is, there's a head vampire, right? Who, like, turns all, he's, like, the initial one. Yeah. He's turned the others and then they've Mm -hmm. turned others. And if your brother's still a half vampire, then if you kill the head vampire, he'll go back to normal. Yeah. And little brother's like, look, I'm pretty sure video store owner's the head vampire. (laughs) Okay, based off the dog. Based off the, just the dog. If you you guys ha- you investigate him, mm-hmm. so I don't have to kill my brother. God damn it! Um, he's like, look, this all started when my mum started working at the video store, and like the owner doesn't come in until after dark, and he's got. To this be fair, dog. the mum started working at the video store almost immediately as soon as they yeah, moved I know, into right? This town. As soon as they turned up, so. That doesn't seem like a good argument. Yeah. Anyway, we're we're back at the house. Mum's cooking dinner. The owner's like coming over for dinner. Yeah. Um. Big brother like 
tries to slink away and go meet his friends, but the owner's at the door. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole exchange where the owner's like, oh, I s- hello, hello, big brother, I've heard about you. I heard you're the man of the house. I'm not coming in until you invite me in. Oh, okay. And big brother's like, you're invited. <laughs> you're invited. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Which I feel like the mom should be the one who should be inviting as well. I feel inviting someone to your house gives them the invitation. <laughs> Well, yeah, true, but I guess he had to be explicitly invited in. Mm. Um, or maybe it has to happen at the threshold. Yeah, probably, probably. But little the, brother, the doorway has to know, otherwise it will strike. The doorway him down. has to know. The doorway has to hear it. Yeah, yeah, no. But like, the owner's here for dinner, and then little brother's like, "Hey, mum, I've invited two of my friends for dinner. Hello." Well, <laughs> and she's like, oh, "I guess." I guess you didn't give me enough warning to prepare food. I but... know, but I guess there was enough. Yeah. And then there's like a whole series of vampire shenanigans, like. Excellent. Little brother and his friends are basically trying to prove that the owner's a vampire. Yeah. So, like, he's like, oh, do you want parmesan cheese? But it's actually, like, grated garlic. And the owner's like, blech. And they're like, aha! And he's like, no, I like garlic. It's just you put raw garlic on my spaghetti. It's a lot. It's You put a giant pile of raw garlic. Yeah. Why? And then they, like, accidentally drop some holy water on him. And he's like, ah, he's like, oh, you dropped water on me. What the fuck? Yeah. This is a terrible date. And then they, like, turn off the lights, and he's like, he's not glowing. And apparently that's a thing that vampires do. I guess. And then they, like, look at his reflection in the mirror, and his reflection's there as well. Mm. So then they're like, oh, shit, maybe he's not the vampire. We've just been harassing We've this. We've just been harassing this random guy. Mm. And then the owner does this big speech about, look, I'm not trying to replace your father. I respect your mom. I respect you, kids. This is only our second fucking date. Yeah, yeah. Like, mom, why do like your mother? Why don't you come to dinner at my place tomorrow and we'll redo this? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're back on the boardwalk. Big brother like finds the punk leader, vampire leader, and is like, "Where's Star?" And leader's like, "Come with me." Um, and the punks plus big brother all rock up to this like bonfire party. Mm-hmm. I told you, bonfires draw teens. Bonfire. Well, the teens are having the bonfire party, and then all the punks vamp out. Like they do the whole like Buffy vamp face, where they 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 look like normal people usually. Mm-hmm. But they they vamp out and they then they get like the yellow eyes and the teeth. Oh yeah, and okay. like the prosthetics. Sure. Yeah. Um, and they you know do a lot of murder. Oh. And Big God. Brother's like all he also vamps out, but he like resists. Resists. And the he murder. doesn't do any murder. Nice. And then the leader's like, "You could be young and live forever with us, but you have to feed." Fair. And Big Brother's like, mm, "I'm vegetarian. Not sure about that." Yep. Um, and then he goes home and Star rocks up and she's like, look, you're ha- a half vampire. I'm also a half vampire. Mm. Like, you, you drink the the, leader's, the vampire's blood, but in order to go full vamp, you also have to, f- like, feed on a person. You have to murder. You have to drink blood. Yeah. Or, like, murder someone. Um, I haven't yet. You were supposed to be my first kill. Aw. But it's getting harder to resist. Killing you. Yeah, or... yeah. Can you would killing a half vampire count? No, I think before he was turned. Right. Like but, but then because she didn't kill him They just decided to They're turn like, him. oh maybe he could be part of the gang. I guess that's it's kind of reasonable. Yeah. So like the four punks are full vampires mm. and Star and Big Brother and also the kid Okay. Turns out are all half vampires. Yeah, that tracks. Which means they could go back to normal if the head vampire is killed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair. But I guess it's too late for the full vampires. Eh, get stuffed. Whatever. Um, yeah. So then I think Little Brother was kind of also in the room for this conversation. <laughs> so he's like, all right, we have to get serious about we this. We gotta deal with this shit now. I have to call in my contacts. Yeah. The cool teens turn up in like full, like, faux military. Love it. Yeah. Feeling it. Like camo and harnesses and shit. Yes. Again, they look like they're 12. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, all four of them just like steal their grandpa's car. Nice. And go to the vampire lair. Mm-hmm. Um, like Big Brother finds Star and the kid in the lair and like gets them out to the car. But yeah. then they're all kind of quite like they're weak in the sunlight. Of course. And that so they all just kind of pass out in the car. Um but then the, the, the kids all find like the cave where the full vamps are asleep hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> And they're like, we don't know which one the leader is. I didn't ask my brother for some fucking reason. Didn't ask him for identifying features. I didn't, yeah. But so they they stake the mullet guy first. 
and he like kind of explodes into goop. Oh, yeah. And they all get gooped and then the others wake up. Yeah. And are very mad and chase them. Mm. But they manage to get out into the sunlight before the vampires get them. Yeah. And the vamp, like the full vampires, can't follow them because they do catch on fire in the sunlight. Nice. Yep. So then they get home and they're like, they get Star and the kid up to the bedroom, and Big Brother's kind of slumped in the corner. And they're like, okay, look, they know we know about them now. Mm-hmm. They are going to try and kill us. It's like two hours till sunset. Ah, oh, shit. We have to batten down the hatches. Yep. Um. So little brother like turns up to the video store where his mum is, and he starts like just yelling about vampires. Vampires, mum, vampires. He's like, you have to help me, and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Really didn't have time for this. Are you trying to ruin my date again? Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck off. You're on your own. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, all right. And like he and his two friends just heroically push Black off into Very the nice. Very nice. <laughs> so these these three teens have to uh, figure out how to kill all these vamps. Yeah, it's all coming together. So they, they bust into a church where like a baptism is happening. They fill up their water bottles with holy water just it from is- the font. Everyone at the baptism is just watching them like, what the fuck are you doing? Is this the font where the baby's going to be baptized in? No, it's like, it's the one in the... the, the oh, the, the foyer one? The foyer one where yep. you do the dip your hands in. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so they they stock up on holy water. Yeah. They get rid of their grandpa by saying like, "Oh, the that widow called and said you you should pick her up at seven instead of eight. And he's like, "Did we have a date?" And he's like, "Yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. You remember that, grandpa?" So grandpa goes off on his fake date. Um, and then the the kids and big brother, who I guess is awake again, mm. just like just barricade the entire house and Fair. like set a fire in the fireplace and fill the bath with holy water and crushed garlic. But they got so much holy water. Yeah, and they also fill up their water pistols with this this, brew, uh, yes. this anti vampire brew. Mm. And then you know night falls. Yes, the remaining three vampires wake up in their cave and mm. set out to hunt. Yes. Um, they're in the, everyone's in the house, everyone's ready, the dog starts getting real jumpy, mm-hmm. the wind rises, <gasps> the vampires can control the wind, just they're like the demon car. They're elemental vampires. <laughs> they're elemental vampires, yes. So they know mm. the vampires are coming. Yes. And they're all real jumpy. Mm-hmm. And the vampires kind of bust in through the fireplace. Okay. I, I think it's, it's unclear whether they come down through the chimney or just bust through the wall. Yes. But... So then everyone's kind of split up because they all just run in different directions. Yeah, of course. So one of them's corners the um the cool teens in the bathroom mm-hmm. and he sees like the bath full of garlic and he's like, Aha, garlic doesn't work on vampires, you fucking idiots. You fools. And then they're like, oh, but we have holy water. And he's like, shit, holy water does work on vampires. <laughs> oh, we didn't think this through. And they, they're trying to push him in and they can't push him in because he's a vampire and also an adult. Yes. <laughs> but then the dog turns up oh, and, dog. like, fucking just jumps into his chest and topples him into the water and he dissolves. Ouch. Yeah. But fair. And then, like, every pipe in the house starts just spurting blood and water. That's not how that works. I don't know. That's just for dramatics, you they know? They've ruined the house. They've ruined... The house is fucked. Yeah. Um... And then little brother's in the living room and he gets attacked by another vampire and he sprays it in the face with holy water. Mm-hmm. And then they've got a bow and arrow for some reason. Okay. So then he tries to shoot the vampire and he misses. Mm. And then he shoots again and somehow manages to get this vampire in the heart. Despite probably never so having... So like the water pierces through the vampire to his heart? No, no, with the bow and arrow. Oh, oh, with the bow and arrow. Yes, because that's a stake, basically. Fair, Because the guess. arrows are made of wood. Sure. <laughs> But I don't know, some, somehow he's good at shooting arrows. Excellent. Um, Excellent. But this, this vampire decides to die very dramatically because he's, like, pinned against the stereo <laughs> and, like, the stereo starts sparking. Yes. And the vampire's, like, mm. like, being electrocuted and also dying. Beautiful. Does music play? Yeah, there's rock music playing. Yes! There's sparkle is going. The vampire is screaming. Yeah! And then he finally dies and the sparking stops. And then, like, little brother looks into the kitchen and it's, like, flooding from all the fucking blood and water coming out of the pipes. Terrifying. And he's like, hmm. <laughs> this is bad. Anyway. The fucked. The stereo fucked. And the little brother, like, runs upstairs and in the, all the children re- reconvene and, like, the, the child, the actual child, yes. like, vamps out and goes for them. 
Fuck. And they're like, we have to kill this small child. And then Star's like, please don't kill this small child. Come on, draw a line. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we're back in kind of the living room and Big Brother gets attacked by the leader because, yeah. of course. Of course. And he's like, join us. I'm sticking to the shadows. We must have a dramatic showdown. <laughs> um, so they both vamp out and then mm-hmm. they both leap towards each other and just start wrestling in midair. <laughs> okay. And so... Because I guess the grandpa does taxidermy and hunting and shit. The mm-hmm. walls are just covered in fucking stag heads and antlers. God and shit. damn it! So they're both trying to impale each other on the antlers. Would an antler count as a stake, or does it have to be wood? Okay, so eventually Big Brother wins, of course, and impales the leader on some fucking antlers. Yeah, a la Hannibal. Yes, and. The leader, like, as the leader dies, he just generates a spotlight and the dramatic movie theme music. <laughs> so apparently, there's a sequel to this movie. Yeah. In which the head, the the leader, isn't actually dead. Ooh. But in at like from here to the end of the movie, he just stays like dead, dead in mm. quotation marks, impaled on these antlers. He's gone into stasis. So it's unclear. Like, this this movie leads you to believe that the antlers worked in killing okay. him. Yes. But so the mom it doesn't comes make home, any like, sense. My house full of blood water, a teenager impaled on my stag heads. I know. No, literally. So everyone runs downstairs. Mm. Um, Like, all the vampires are dead, but all the half vampires there are like, we don't feel any different. Yes. There must be another vampire. Mm-mm. Um, so then the mum and, at this point, mum and the owner come home. Yes. <laughs> The mum's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fair. Because, as you said, the house is destroyed. Yes. Everyone has been fighting, like, vampires with super strength. Ve- like, furniture is crushed, everything is flooding. Mm. Um, She doesn't see the leader impaled on the antlers, but while, like, the, the kids are dealing with the mum, the owner walks into the room where the leader is. Yeah. And he just kind of looks at him and, like, examines his face and then kind of looks disappointed. God damn, Peter Pan has some sociopathic disappointed tendencies. Disappointed but unsurprised. Jesus. <laughs> so, like, Ona kind of comes out to where everyone is gathered and he's like, mm, I'm so sorry, this is all my fault. My, my boys have been misbehaving. They've been naughty. <laughs> he's like, yes, I'm absolutely the head vampire. You got you cannot do anything about it though. Yeah. Like kind of various like the the kids try to attack him and like Big Brother tries to attack him and he just kind of swipes everyone aside. Amazing. Like he's he's too powerful. Way too powerful. He's like, "Ah, oh, the reason your little tricks didn't work on me is you invited me into your home." Mm. And that rendered you powerless. Oh shit. Sorry. Wait, how did the other vampires get inside if they weren't invited? I guess in this universe if if a vampire is invited in, then it means that none of their weaknesses apply. I guess they have, like, the guest rules. Yes, but if they're not invited in, they can still get in, but their weaknesses do apply, so you can kill them easily. I enjoy that. Yeah. Okay. Which is fun. So it was like, yes, because you invited me in, your fucking holy water mirror tricks didn't yes. work. Excellent. So we could trick the audience. <laughs> and he's like... Oh, I've forgotten the mum's name. No, I think it's Lucy. Okay. Um, Lucy, which is the mum's name. Um, look, I met you. I liked you. I wanted you to be part of our family. My boys needed a mother. Oh, fuck. <laughs> look, but now I, all my boys are dead. I wanted, I was going to, like, indoctrinate your sons into my family, so you had no choice but to come and join the family as well. Yes. I know you love your children. Damn it. <laughs> so you couldn't have said no. Yes. And it was at this point me... A dumbass watching the movie was like, oh, Peter Pan. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Because, you know, they changed the name, so it wasn't immediately obvious. You did give me Peter Pan from the get-go. I did give you Peter Pan from the get-go, yes. Um, yeah, so various people attack him and it does not work. Mm. And then, like, he grabs little brother mm-hmm. and he's like, mm, I have your child now, Lucy. Uh, you must come with me. And she's like, I guess I have to, and takes his hand. And at mm. this point, 
You hear the distinctive car horn of Grandpa's car. <gasps> Grandpa, is he a vampire hunter? He busts through the wall. He's put stakes on his car. The, one of the stakes on the front of his car manages to perfectly impale the owner head vampire Jesus. through the heart. Perfect, yes. And Cinema. he's thrown against the far wall. There's a huge explosion, like a fire explosion. Okay. And a massive cloud of ash. Mm-hmm. And then everything dies down and the half, all the half vampires are like, oh, we're people again. Oh, that <laughs> happened. Nice. And, like, everyone's like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? Everyone's okay. And then Grandpa just gets out of his car, grabs a drink from the fridge and goes, one thing about living here I never could stomach, all the damn vampires. And then I the guess credits this is, roll. This is an average Saturday evening for Grandpa. <laughs> Grandpa was the hero all along. I like it. He knew about the vampires this whole time. He did. It was great. Cool. Yeah. So Fancy that was the movie. Excellent. What it would was, you rate this? Um, genuinely delightful. Excellent. I feel like I want to watch it. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, yeah, and I guess on the same note, my recommendation for this week is Repo, the genetic opera. Oh, I love Repo. <laughs> which also has similar vibes, it's which is like so big, and big gothic bullshit. It's a musical movie. It's like a kind of cyberpunk dystopian future mm-hmm. um, where, like, everyone needs organ transplants because the world is radioactive and fucked, I think. Yeah. It is. The world building is unclear. Unclear, but everyone's fucked. But everything fucked. is, like, big corporation, and if you don't pay them back for your organs, then, like, basically an assassin comes and reclaims them. Yeah, they repossess them. It's yeah. Repo Man. Yeah. So it's like big gothic angsty bullshit, but also like delightful and really well designed. Delightful body snatching comedy. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So that was The Lost Boys. Was it called The Lost Boys? It was called The Lost Boys. Oh! That was what the movie was called. Nice. Yes. Excellent. Thanks, Lauren. No worries. Thanks for sharing that. Now that you have sunken into your pillow. Oh, I'm so deep in the pillow fort now. (laughs) And this fort is so toasty warm. Yes. Anyway. Anyway. We've reached our time limit. Time for you to be gone. Die. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Well, I guess this is our finale. (laughs) Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Popcorn Fort. If you have any movie recs, hilarious anecdotes, or you just want to chat, hit us up on Twitter at Popcorn Fort or send us an email at popcornfort at gmail.com. Our logo is by the talented Horberries whose other work you can find on Twitter at Horberries underscore. If you'd like to support us, please rate and review us on iTunes, or just tell a friend. Tune in next week for more nonsense.